So today I want to pick up with, I guess what I'm kind of thinking is like a series now that I look back on it. If you haven't listened to Permission to Dream, please, and then I saw the sign, I highly recommend going back and listening to at least those two episodes before this one, because this is sort of the wrap up, I guess you could say, of those two. Welcome to The Onion Peel, a show where we get real, raw, and honest about life. It's a space where authenticity lives and hope resides. The Onion Peel is a place where we peel back the layers of our stories and discover the unexpected flavoring that each one brings. Hey guys, I'm your host and semi-crazy Christian, Angela McConnell. I'm a middle-aged mom of five with a dead husband, and I've been through some shit in my life. Now, I'm on a mission, a mission to bring hope to the world. So join me as we journey through this onion and find hope in the tears. You ready to peel this thing? Hello, hello, hello. Hi, guys. How is everybody? Hope you had a good couple weeks. Welcome to this edition of The Onion Peel. Glad you're here. Glad you're with me. I miss y'all. I really do. I was just thinking the other day that, man, I wish I could just sit down and have a back and forth conversation with everyone. See how y'all are really doing. But that is not the case. So here we are. And I just appreciate you tuning in and taking a listen. And hopefully I can bring something positive and encouraging and even new to your journey. So today I want to pick up with, I guess what I'm kind of thinking is like a series now that I look back on it. If you haven't listened to Permission to Dream, please. And then I saw the sign. I highly recommend going back and listening to at least those two episodes before this one, because this is sort of the wrap up, I guess you could say, of those two. It starts with me discussing what it is to learn to live again after coming off of something difficult. And part of that is giving yourself permission to dream. Then the follow-up episode, I Saw the Sign, talks about all the various signs I received from God as I pushed forward into my new dream. And then today, I'm going to talk about how that dream turned out. In a nutshell, what I gained and what the kids gained from our experience was something completely different than what I thought it was going to be. And I think there's just such a great gleaning of information to be had from what we went through. However, let me just say that there is an important ingredient to the insight that I gained from my experience in that time was needed. And 
when I say time, it was a lot of time before I could truly give you the full picture of what the true results were. This perspective that I'm going to share took me years to get here, but that's how it works sometimes, isn't it? Sometimes it takes years for us to look back and see that hindsight is twenty twenty, and and realize that what we went through at a particular time was nothing what we expected, but yet we still came out learning and growing and better than when we went in. And that's exactly what happened as we started diving into the opening of this business down in Georgia. So let's pick the story up. There I was, took the last two cents to my name, and I had signed the paperwork for the LLC June 1st, went down at the end of June to start to look for office space, signed the lease for office space in July, and had Drew move down in August. So things moved very quickly, literally within a couple months. So now we have the business up and running. Again, it was the service industry, so didn't take a lot. Computer and a desk or two, a couple signs that say we exist and we're open. And we were off. And speaking of signs, I can't tell you how much I relied on those signs that I got from God. Those signs that I received were my bedrock. They were my footing, my foundation. Any time during this process that I had any type of self-doubt or was questioning what I was doing, I always went back to the signs that I had received. And every time they would reassure me and I just knew that this whole thing was going to work that this has to be a go and that it's going to end up amazing because there's no way that God would have given me such elaborate messages and not have this thing work out. And so I felt pretty confident and I have to say things kind of fell into place pretty nicely. And I can't tell you the life that this whole new avenue brought into my spirit, into my soul, into my being, and to the kids too, to all of us. It was like someone had put an oxygen mask on our face and we were being given pure, clean air to fill our lungs. That's what this dream did. That's what stepping out into this change gave to us. And that's what dreams do. And that's why you should free fall into them and why I'm hounding so much about them. Because although it is beyond terrifying to actually take the leap, once you do it, man, your sails just fill with the wind and your soul gets a chance to soar. And, you know, you might get thrown off course a little bit or a lot of bit. And that's what I'm going to 
continue to share in this episode, but in the end, it doesn't matter because you're going to hit your mark no matter what. Moving forward in the story, the kids and I would go down to Atlanta whenever we could. We were down there a lot. I needed to be down there just to check up on things, do what I could do to help Drew. And so I was down there probably at least every six weeks. The kids were not much different than that. There'd be many times I would just take them out of school for a Friday and a Monday so we could do a long weekend kind of thing. And then when you've got Thanksgiving and Christmas and midwinter break and spring break and then summer, honestly, we were down there all the time. The drive wasn't bad. Could do it in a day. It was a long day, but totally doable. And I'm telling you, every single time we crossed that state border and saw that sign that said, Welcome to Georgia. Oh. I literally could feel my breathing change. It was like, ah, I'm home. And my heart just felt whole. And to this day, I'm going to tell you right now, Atlanta is home to me. It is absolutely home to me. More so than the place I've lived up north here for 50 years of my life. Now, one could logically ask the question, how can you feel like that's home when you were only there probably 15 times out of your life? How can a small fraction of time in one place compare to your entire existence? Why is it such a strong feeling of home? Well, my answer to that would be that when you are in the exact place that you are supposed to be, it feels familiar. It feels right. It feels complete. Welcome to being in God's perfect will. That's what it feels like. Home. So during these times that the kids and I would go down, we would go exploring as a family. This was going to be our new home eventually. And we wanted to learn as much as we could about it. Let me tell you, I was a Google machine and I found all kinds of really awesome things to do from all the botanical gardens, which I highly recommend, just gorgeous, to museums, to parks. If you happen to ever go down to Atlanta, Georgia at Christmas, You gotta go to the Pink Pig. It's at Macy's at Lenox Square Mall. It is totally cheeseball central, which is why I think it's so special. But it's an Atlanta foundational Christmas festivity that, honestly, you just have to do it at least once in a lifetime. You can thank me later. We found fun places to eat and the best ice cream shop and which malls were our favorite, what place has the best tacos, even found the best mechanic to fix our cars. We just had so much fun discovering everything about our new home. 
We loved the weather. Oh, there is nothing like a Georgia night. I don't know how to explain it other than it's just warm and smooth all night long. Mm, perfect. And then there's the people. So nice. So helpful. So friendly. Man, that Southern hospitality. Ugh just melts me every time. We just loved Atlanta. It was simply home. But guess what? Results may vary. And things didn't turn out the way I thought they would. And after two and a half, three years, I closed the business. Long story short, It just wasn't cutting it financially. It wasn't making it. And that was a tough decision. Really tough decision. Because you know what? I had to face the fact that we didn't make it. The dream didn't come true. And it was a hard pill to swallow. But I can tell you now, the dream really did come true. Just not in the way that I thought. There was such great purpose for those years we were in Atlanta. But it wasn't the purpose that I thought it was going to be. I thought the purpose was that we were going to rebuild our family financially and that we were going to gain a stability and a security money-wise and have this legacy that we were dedicating and honoring to Don. But in the end... That's not how everything washed out in the weeds. And honestly, that's the caveat to dreaming. Results may vary. And that's okay. Because many times, the results are even better. What I learned once time provided me perspective was that Everything that Atlanta was, was exactly what it was supposed to be. It was never going to be about becoming financially secure. That's what I thought, but that was never what was intended by God from the beginning. However, we were still required to be in Atlanta for what he wanted to do. The signs that I received were to tell me, Yeah, keep stepping out. And more importantly, don't chicken out. I can't reveal to you that this isn't exactly how the dream's going to unfold, but I can reveal to you and encourage you to make sure that you take the leap. I mean, how many times has that happened to all of us where we think we got it all figured out just to end up with pie on our face? I mean, I thought we were going down to Georgia to start new. But I didn't know that in order to start new, we were going to have to heal first. And that's ultimately what it was all about. And now looking back, I can see the method to God's madness. I got it. But I certainly didn't at the time. 
at the time when I had to close those doors and we had to say goodbye to our beloved Georgia, I just thought I messed up, that I failed. I thought that I obviously got it wrong. I read the signs wrong. I felt foolish. I felt like a failure. And my confidence completely tanked because I had gone from being so self-assured, even in the scariness of it all, I really truly believed this thing was going to go. And so for it to not go, I kind of thought I was crazy. I mean, what had I been thinking? It was only until time was allowed to enter in that I could gain the true vision of what Atlanta was really about. It was about being able to close the old in order to heal the wounds. Yes, it was about rebuilding, just not financially. That was such a small mindset on my part. The dream was way bigger than I had dreamt it, you see. But it took an open mind, an open heart, and the passage of time to see it. I eventually saw that by us heading down there every six weeks gave us a focus that was greater than our grief. And that going to Atlanta was an escape. And I'm here to tell you guys, it's okay to escape. I don't know why people say, well, you know, you're just trying to run away or escape. Look, it's okay to run away sometimes. I mean, at some point you got to stop and face the music. But it's okay to walk away for a little bit. It's okay to go collect yourself. It's okay to step out of your bullshit. It just is. For crying out loud. Sometimes you just can't sit in that pain all the time and you just got to get out of it. You need a reprieve. I don't know why people have such a hard time with other people wanting to run away for a little bit. So please do what you got to do. Run like hell if you need to for a while. That's what we did. We ran right to Atlanta. It was a way from the depressing, mundane, confusing world that we sat in up north every single day. Atlanta was hope. It was hope for a better future. It was hope for warm weather. No more gray days. To this day, I can't stand the gray days up here up north. They kill me mentally and emotionally. They kill me. That whole seasonal affective disorder, yeah, I'm telling you what, that thing is real. So having warmth around my body and sun upon my face was comforting. It was reassuring. There was a buoyancy that those sun rays gave to me. Yeah, the sun can do that. That's why God gives it to us. Georgia also gave us an adventure, which was exciting and a good exciting. We had had 
plenty of excitement in our life, but it was all the tragic kind. No, thank you. This was different. We were adventurers together, going to new places as a family. We were learning new things and having fresh experiences and feeling free because of them. We got to discover things about ourselves through those experiences. We got the chance to gauge what our strength was because it was being tested in a new environment. The other thing that this dream provided is that when we jumped off the cliff, we were all holding hands. We did it as a family. Everybody was on board. When we took that leap, we took it together. For God's sakes, my oldest son quit his job. And it was a good one. Because we jumped together, there was glue. This exploration, this dream, connected us, solidified us. It wasn't just tragedy and sadness that wove our pieces together. Now it was joy and hope because we were committed and excited and scared all together. And when you do things together, you're connected. We were bonded and we needed that after coming off of Don's death. We needed that more than anything. You see, all those pieces of this dream mold together into the greatest gift that we received since Don died. And that greatest gift was our healing. God used Atlanta, Georgia to heal the McConnell family. That's what that street sign was all about. McConnell on top of Atlanta. The McConnells were going to be victorious. They were going to come out on top. And Atlanta was going to be the infrastructure that they were going to use to do it. I'm going to tell you guys, like literally, when I think about our time in Atlanta and the whole stepping out into the great unknown, probably the most incredible few years of my life as a mom. Because I can tell you that when I look back upon it, it was just perfect. It was perfect in every single way. It was invigorating. And I needed that. I needed to know that life went on. That great possibility was available. And my kids needed to know that too. And that's what it gave us. And you want to know the other thing? One of the things I'm most proud of? I wanted to show my kids to not be afraid even if things fail. It's okay. Because you change in the process. So whether you succeed or fail is really a moot point. 
It's all about leaping into the great unknown and jumping off that cliff so that you can discover who you actually are. It's all about not letting fear dictate what your future is going to be. And guess what? I showed my kids that. I got to show them that sometimes a dream that on paper looks like it crashed actually soared to heights that you would have never thought to be possible. And so if there's anything that you can walk away with from this episode, is that just don't be afraid, you guys. I can tell you this much. The greatest catalyst in my life wasn't Don's death and losing my financial stability. The thing that changed me the most was that I chose to chase this dream and then failed at it. At least the part of the dream that I thought I was chasing failed. But what I discovered is that it wasn't about whether I succeeded in the dream. It was always about the chasing of it. It's about self-discovery. And the only way that we can learn things about ourselves is if we step out of our box, we pop our bubble, we push fear away, and we walk forward into what we don't know. So dream, leap, succeed, or fail, and walk away knowing that you're better because of it, and that the world has changed because you have changed. All right. I think that wraps it up, guys. So I want to thank you for spending your time with me. I very much appreciate it. And I would love it if you would go on Apple iTunes and write me a review that helps so much. And please subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts so you know when I drop a new episode. And please like, share, follow. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Of course, you can always find me at theonionpeel.com. And there it be. It's time to put this onion back in the bin until we talk again. I hope you guys have a totally unexpected, of course, in the best way, day. See you guys. Bye.